0: now it's time for set saturday morning outdoors with california sportsman at ultimate bass radio bringing you the best in fishing hunting and outdoor entertainment
1: you guys ready? Hi, this is Sepp. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Sep Saturday Morning Outdoors. It's time to grab that cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, and get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info that we're going to share with you today, right here on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. Ready in the control room? Ready, Kent? Hit it.
0: It's time for Ultimate Bass. Your all bass fishing radio show we will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown.
2: Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, January the 9th. How can it be already, uh, this far into January? Cause it's, just, it's, it's, it's the ninth day. It's the ninth extra day of 2020, I think is what we're dealing with right now. We let's just all throw another New Year's Eve party here in a week or two and see how that works out for us. Oh man, so much going on except rain. We need some rain, guys. Oh my gosh, we're starting to get worried a little. Uh just uh need to need to get some water in. A lot of tournaments happening. Everybody is uh it's kind of silly season in bass fishing right now. A lot of a uh, lot of pros uh getting ready. Uh, you know, where they're, they're getting ready to head out for the, uh, you know, the FLW, the Bassmaster Elite series. And speaking of that, Bassmaster Classic has been moved to June. How many of you guys remember when the Bassmaster Classic was the biggest event of the summer? Uh, yeah, you know, it used to be, used to be for you new guys. It used to be held in July. Uh, and, uh, and we waited on it, but you know, no iCast show last year due to COVID. Uh, and, and really the Bassmaster Classic in, you know, late February, early March has been when all the new stuff comes out. You know, when we see, it was kind of always a second introduction for new products for the Classic Show. Uh, now, Classic Show in Fort Worth, Texas, put off till June. So you guys are really gonna have to pay attention to the internet, I think. You're gonna have to, have to keep an eye on, uh, on a lot of stuff, uh, you know, online and, and your favorite company's web pages and social media pages. Uh, because there's gonna be a bunch of new product brought out. Um the problem is, is just, uh, where are we gonna introduce it? We don't know if we'll have an iCast show, uh, this summer in Florida. We don't know, obviously, uh, what the extent of the, uh, Bassmaster Classic show in June will be. So, uh, a lot of shakeup, a lot of, a lot of what's going on. How about last week? 180 boats, uh, Lake Shasta for the kickoff Wild West Bass Trail. Uh, Northern Team Tournament and Logan McDaniel and Ryan Williams top the field, uh, 1387. And one of them did it on a fly rod. And I, you know, I, he, he's earned enough respect not to be called a fluffy bug chucker if you do it on a fly rod and beat 180 of the best guys on Lake Shasta. Uh, pretty good. Float and fly type technique, what he's doing with fly rod. Great job. Uh, Colby Huntsey and Tannerwood in second. Uh, Tanner Wood, the, I believe, nephew of our old buddy Jeff Michaels up Lake Shasta. So he whooped up on huh, Jeff. Good job, Tanner. Uh, Rod Cream, Matt Silver, our old buddies from the Central Valley in third. Aaron Agner, Josh Palmer, and a couple of, a couple of old Shasta rats. Old Bob Benson and Jim Riley top out the top five. A couple of names from the past. So, uh, good job. Uh, big fish of the event was, uh, a 653, yeah, Jason Rimmers, Alex Neopas. And speaking of Alex Neopas, we caught up with him, uh, this week, or yesterday, actually. And, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna hear all about, uh, you know, his thoughts going into this week's Pro-Am, the, uh, Wild West Bastro Pro-Am. And, uh, gonna be followed up a couple of weeks later by the, uh, MLF Toyota series. So, uh, got a lot of great events up at Lake Shasta. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure Phil's busy up there, uh, right now. But, uh, cause who can go to Reading without stopping and seeing Mr. Uh, Mitsueda? Um, so it's always, uh, always fun to, uh, to get up there and, uh, go fishing at Shasta. And, and it doesn't look like, uh, next week they're going to have any major weather. Um, you know, they got lucky again scheduling these January Lake Shasta tournaments, but it looks like weather's going to be pretty decent for them, uh, throughout the week up there. So that was going to be fun to kind of keep an eye on. It's going to be, uh, going to be a good event and, um, you guys will, uh, Kind of hear Alex and how he's uh, thinking about uh, kicking it off. You know, 2019, when he won Lake Shasta, uh, he won after three days. He won with a 27-pound lead uh, at yeah, Lake Shasta. That's like getting two or three extra days of fishing um, in uh, his first day weight, you know, 2092 at Lake Shasta. Kind of set everybody uh, back a little bit, showed him some fish that lived at Lake Shasta that maybe we weren't all fishing for, so... A lot, a lot there. So we're gonna keep an eye on that. You know what? We're gonna buy a little time. Let's uh, let's bail off here, guys. Do our first set of breaks. We come back, we'll do a little quick, clear lake talk. Things are opening up up there. Then we're gonna be hanging out with Alex Neappa. Stick around, guys.
0: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
3: HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lawrence.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you.
5: Still building legends one at a time. Ranger boats and gone fish and marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned DV aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line, Gone Fish and Marine and Dixie online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com.
2: If home improvements are getting in the way of your fishing time, you need to see our friends at DR Design and Remodeling in Elk Grove. Formerly floor-to-ceiling, DR Design and Remodeling has specialized in bathroom and kitchen remodels for over 15 years with premium products like Mannington floors and Cambria countertops. Visit their showroom at Grant Line and Highway 99 in Elk Grove or ftcshowroom.com. Let them handle your remodel with the same team, same great service, and same company, and you can just go fishing. Are you guys ready? Because Randy Pringle and the crew at the Best Bass Tournaments are getting ready. They're polishing up the scales. They're hanging up new banners, and they're ready to kick off 2021. They're going to be, you know, a lot of great regions starting uh and uh, Don Pedro next weekend, January sixteenth is going to kick off the motherlode region. Gonna be a big one caught, I guarantee it. Beriesa, February twenty-seventh. Uh, and March thirteenth, the Delta Wine region, and the northern region, the coastal region, the central region, down on McClure, February sixth. So Randy and the crew are all getting ready. You should too get signed up. You might be winning twenty thousand dollars at the end of the year TOC. Bestbast tournaments dot com. They've got all your information right there.
6: action in the casino, offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc time. Well, you would have
2: to think you'd be just a little bit crazy to be headed over the hill this morning to go to Clear Lake. It's probably, I don't know, 28 degrees. You gotta, you know, you gotta have a little bit of a screw loose, but it is Clear Lake fishing. Without a doubt, it's time to get up there. Canoc Divista the Casino is reopened. Uh, So you can uh, get a hotel room in there is, uh, room and spaces available, obviously, in the RV park. If you, uh, if you're so, uh, inclined to take your RV up there, put your boat in a slip, it's time to get up there. Uh, it is, uh, it is A-rig time, for sure. The guys are definitely catching a bunch, fish on the A-rig up there. And, uh, from what I'm seeing from the guys, if bass fishing gets a little slow, make sure you got a crappie rod stuck in a rod locker with a with a little Strike King, uh, you know, Mister Crappie jig on it, because it is definitely uh, that time of year up there, and uh, and some really really good crappie being caught. So it can, uh, well, it can lighten up your day anyway. So get up to Clear Lake, guys, canock eyes open, and uh, it won't be long until we're talking about frog fishing up there. So stick around. <laughs>
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, next week kicks off
7: the Northern Run, Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am, Bridge Bay Resort, Lake Shasta. This guy turned Lake Shasta on its head in 2019. Yeah, day one, he weighed 20.92. And when the smoke cleared, he won Lake Shasta by over 27 pounds.
8: Or I'll put Alex
7: in the office. Uh how many times do you relive that day in your mind?
9: Uh every time I go up to Shafta pretty much, you know <laughs> I think about it every time, you know. I see the spots, you know, out of the water now about a hundred feet, so Yeah, it's a lot lower
7: than when you were yeah. in, in twenty nineteen, isn't it?
9: Yeah, yeah. It's probably I think it's mm, I'd guess seventy feet lower.
7: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, last week you guys were up there, had big fish in the tournament. Well, your, your partner, uh, Jason Rimmers, did. But you guys had big fish, finished uh, in the top ten. But you let a fly fisherman come in and win the tournament. He's getting all <laughs> kinds of media play out. Of this thing. That is, it's on Bass Fan. It's, you know, it's it's all over the place. They're talking about, you know, he used a fly rod. Obviously fishing the float and fly technique, uh, but even even a little lighter than... Uh, the guys are even doing on the spinning rod, so uh it, how polar opposite is that from what you're gonna approach the lake with
9: uh, yeah it's a quite a bit different i mean in a in a way you know that's the closest thing you could probably imitate live bait with is that fly i mean it right. looks just like a little shad just you know shimmering on, and you know my the the hog hunter swim bait's probably the most realistic uh trout's one bait. So Yeah, you're you're of,
7: imitating live bait too. It's just a little bigger.
9: It's just is a little bigger and yeah, <laughs> those two things, you know, they're kind of similar in a way, but you know, other than that, that's that's the, you know, only it's a pretty big difference. But, when you um,
7: when you when you set all the records up there uh a couple of years ago, you were really the only one doing it um you know or or very few guys fishing the way you were fishing now 170 boats what percentage of the guys have have kind of you know obviously you know they're they're they don't know everything you know about the you know that big bait especially coming out of the valley like you do um you know it's a it's a it's a big player on the lakes where you live close to but but how many of the guys are 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 picking it up and, and getting pretty close to figuring it out
9: um you know I know Maybe a a half a dozen to a dozen, you know, somewhere in there. I mean, there's a lot of guys that have the bait and they'll throw it for, you know, a couple casts and not get bit. You know, they go to a spot they think is, you know, the best spot and they throw it and they don't get bit. And then they they go off and do their other stuff. Right, right. There's probably, you know, maybe, you know, a dozen guys that'll do it all day and, you know hit a lot of water with it will you do it all day is that is that the plan for you yeah yeah last tournament we did it because we didn't have really a good bill of fish um um you know we had two good bites and i hooked up on a another one we we would have landed we probably would have won the tournament but uh just a fluke accident happened jason uh had the hot foot had the net snagged in the hot foot and then he ripped it out and then he snagged it into his uh, uh, reel, <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't. So he tried to, like, those spots, you know, when you hook them up, they're not like a large mouth, and uh, um, you could kind of take your time with them and add right. pressure. They run, Usually when you hook up with them, they'll, you know, lock up and fight a little bit, and then they'll run straight at the boat at you, and that one did that. We didn't have much time. Yeah. And he yeah. got it to the boat and he tried to put his rod in the net out there and tried to net it and uh, it just literally inches away. I thought he had it. Hey you he gotta go out. right
7: back to wherever you were just a minute ago. Your phone reception's better okay. wherever you were just a minute ago. But um okay. what what's what's the magic what's the magic depth that that you're looking for or, or does it vary?
9: It varies. Um some some spots are different. I mean some could be up, you know couple feet of water and then other times they'll be suspended over you know a couple hundred feet it's um, it's hard to say yeah you know, I try to you know, every spots different and every fish wants to uh, every school of fish wants to set up differently
7: what's so, the deepest what's the deepest you've caught a swim bait fish
9: the deepest um probably about 50 feet right okay yeah, yeah it's primarily let's, a shallow water thing but let's uh, talk
7: about rod real line you know let's let's just kind of cover that a little bit what do yeah. you what what do you what do you what are you using
9: right now i have a phoenix uh um, inshore uh eight foot one inch uh rod mm-hmm. and and then i have a diawa luna uh 253 l what's what's the gear retrieve on those the, the, the gear retrieve is a five to one i I cannot, um, anything faster than 5.8 is kind of uh, a little too fast for me. You know, I, they say you could slow down, but it's just, <laughs> it's I don't like it. You want that 5 to 1, to, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ideally, Is that a little bit of information we probably shouldn't ask right there? <laughs> well, no. That's, no, that's no. a really
7: key piece, isn't it? it you is, know, it a, is, five, is, a 5 to 1 gear retrieve reel is a really, really a key piece.
9: Yeah, it's kind of key, but it's not a big, I mean, everybody should know that, but. Yeah, and what line are you fishing? A 25-pound Seagar in the I I okay. I can't, that's, that's probably, I've used a lot of line and whatnot, but it seems like that's the best line. You cannot, um, you cannot break it almost. You'd almost have to tie it to the cleat and drive off, that's how strong it is.
7: <laughs> so the best advice for that co-angler that climbs in the back of your boat at Lake Shasta you know if it's not next week in a couple of weeks at the FLW I'm sure you'll be there as well what's the best advice for your co-angler do they do, uh, they, do, they, do, they, do they try to wing the big bait or are they a whole lot smarter
9: not to they're probably smarter not to Um they're not gonna get the right angles and um, the right presentation right um it's not the bite's not on fire maybe like two years ago you know when i was getting a lot of bites at you know like at shasta and um it's probably doable for co-angler to catch one or two but yeah these past two years it's not is the clear
7: water making a difference this year
9: yeah a little bit a little bit a little better better look at it yeah the lakes kind of uh you know they vary every year it's you know, it seems like whenever the the lake is full, I've noticed the especially in the mother load lakes, that when they fill up the the fishing gets a lot better, they get congregated and you know, and as the lakes you know go down they seem to get spread out and suspend more.
7: So the big bait, you know, you you go there in twenty nineteen, you win by twenty seven pounds, you set all the records. You could very well go up there and and be in the bottom 20 spots of the field just as yeah. easy. Yeah. You know, you're, you're 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 a trophy elk hunter basically is yeah. what you are, you know. Yeah. And and a lot of anglers just can't um they they can't do that, can they?
9: Yeah, it's hard to commit to. I mean, it's uh it's a kind of a, it's a gamble. And right now it's a bigger gamble, and uh <laughs> you know back in twenty nineteen it wasn't i mean it it was pretty like I was getting twenty to thirty bites a day right and well uh, and
7: I, and you guys get a lot of attention now at Shasta. I mean, you and Jason went up and won the Phils tournament the other day, and uh you know having a great yeah. finish last weekend in the team tournament now going into the pro ams with three pro ams really on the lake here in the next you know. Five six weeks, you get a lot of
9: attention, don't you? Yeah, we we've been uh, been ch- trying to use uh, Jason's boat a little more often. Mine has a seems to be more uh, noticeable, and we kind of kind of. But there's so many Shasta so big, I and mean, if you find what the fish want, you could find some other water. That's the one thing you get about Shasta. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not like uh, some of these muddle lakes where you have one spot and you have to race to it. And <laughs> hope you get <laughs> Sit it. On it all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it all day and fight people off. And no, but Shaft is so, there's so many, so many spots that if you find what they want, what the fish want on it, you can, you have yeah. a lot to work with. Without a doubt.
7: Guys, we talking to Alex in the office, getting ready to head up the Wild West Bass Trail. Uh, Pro Am next week at uh, at Lake Shasta. They're going to fish Thursday, Friday, full field, cut to ten on Saturday. So it's a three day event. You guys will be able to watch the daily weigh-ins uh, every day from Bridge Bay Resort. You'll be able to watch that on the Wild West Bass Trail YouTube page, and uh, there'll be links on their Facebook pages as well. Every day starting about two thirty, three o'clock, they'll start uh, the weigh-in times. You get an opportunity to see some giant fish, and um, seems to be a few more big largemouths showing up at Lake Shasta than there has been. Uh, in, in the past few years, is, is that, uh, is that, is that making a difference?
9: Uh, it does a little bit. I mean, it, I mean, if you get one or two of those a day, you're pretty much set in this tournament. You're going to, I almost guarantee you're going to win it. All right.
7: What's what we're going to wrap it up. What cent are you putting on that bait? Is it
9: secret? Uh, there's no cent, no cent, no cent. I don't, I don't pay any time for that. as. They're usually the big, the big trophy bass are more uh, side feeders. And wow. They, once they if they come, if they're gonna go after something they're gonna eat it they're not gonna sit there and play with it and smell it. Taste can't it. argue. <laughs> can't argue with success. <laughs> they're gonna taste it. <laughs>
7: yeah, can't argue with success. Alex, the office guys, buddy, appreciate you hanging out with us, man. We caught you just before you're gonna head out to McClure tomorrow, and uh, and then uh, and then you know obviously you'll be uh, you'll be headed to lake shasta bright and early uh monday and, and ready to start practice and, and get ready up there so we wish you the best of luck you know yeah. as as always a lot of eyes are on you up there man we're we're uh, we're going to be waiting to see you come across the scales uh at shasta next week all right
9: thank you all right buddy we'll take all care right.
7: hey any any sponsors you need to plug that we missed
9: uh hog hunter and california reservoir lures
7: california reservoir lures that's that that's that crazy john shirapati right yeah you know him yeah he's, yeah, he's still supposed to send me a whole box full of baits, and he hasn't got it yet. But actually, he isn't supposed to, but I say that because he's yeah, got yeah. great looking stuff. and
9: oh, built yeah, some yeah. great
7: jigs and, and uh, some great products. Known John for a long time. He's been a long thank time, you. buddy. Hey, buddy, uh, best of luck next week at Shasta. Go up there and knock him out.
9: Uh, thank you, man. Thanks again. Thanks, Alex.
0: Alex Neonis, yeah. guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
10: Attention bass anglers. If you haven't added the Frenzy Nail or Wack-A-Sack Jig Heads to your tackle box, you are missing out. Designed by tournament-winning pro Greg Gutierrez, the Frenzy Nail and Wack-A-Sack were a large part of his record-setting season and Wild West Angler of the Year title. The nail is the perfect shaky head for all cover, and the CR barb keeps your plastics from tearing or balling up on your hook. Available in two sizes and four colors, the Wack-A-Sack allows you to fish any plastic in any cover, rigged wacky or nose-hooked. See the tournament-winning baits from Frenzy at your local tackle store or online at frenzybaits.com and start catching more fish. Get
11: out there, good luck, have some good times with it. It works.
0: check out the full line of Strike King baits online at strikeking.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about one 800 Boat has been the choice of the pros for tournament ready bass boat insurance for decades they offer a policy for tournament fishermen with no depreciation of hull or electronics, no depreciation of outboard motors for the first 10 years and up to $5,000 of fishing tackle with just a $100 deductible. Stan and Ken Vandenberg pioneered insurance coverage for your bass boat. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Call one 800 Boat or just go to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com
2: Hey guys, you haven't missed out from the Wild West Bass Trail. There's still plenty left to do in 2021. You know, uh, there are They've got the signups uh, all done for Lake Shasta. Uh, it's going to be a big field up there. But don't don't forget March twenty sixth through the twenty eighth, the Delta Pro Am, and uh, June eleventh through the thirteenth. Oh yeah, at Clear Lake, you're not going to want to miss that. We were talking about frog fishing just a few minutes ago. Uh, the Northern California teams for the Wild West. You still have a chance to get up to Lake Orville March the thirteenth. So plenty of events still left. Uh, for 2021, we're just getting started. You need to, too. Check it out. WildWestBassTrail.com.
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
2: Man, I tried to pick old Neopis' brain about that, uh, that swimbait fish. And I hope, I hope I, uh, I got him to open up a little bit. He, uh, he gave some stuff away. I think one, the one thing that really surprised me was He's not fishing any scent on that bait. That one, uh, that was kind of interesting. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank Alex for doing that. Obviously, you know, he's uh, the guy that everybody's uh, everybody's keeping an eye on, or one of them uh, up there at Lake Shasta next week. So, we'll uh, we'll have all the firsthand report from the Wild West Bass Trail Pro Am uh, next week at Lake Shasta. So, it's going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're signed up for the contingencies, guys. You know, Ranger Cup, Triton Gold, tournament rewards, all those good things. A lot of money still left to grab out there. Make sure you're still in it. We'll see you on the water, guys.
0: Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. We got a show full for you today. We're going to be taking you from the saltwater up to the Sierras to Lake Tahoe and even steelhead fishing today. We're going to be covering it all with some of the best in the West right here on California Sportsman. You know, it's uh, quite a situation we've got out there. Everybody has to stay at home. You're locked down. Yeah, it kind of sucks, doesn't it? I've had about enough of it, haven't you? we got to get out. I was just telling Kent here in the studio that I am anxious to get out on the water and go do some fishing, and I'm going to be doing a little bit more than that. We're going to do some shooting, too, heading to Quail Point Hunt Club pretty soon. We'll be talking to them on the phone later on, not today, but probably next week. There's so much happening, folks. Lake s is kicking up. We'll have Alan Fong hooking up with us from Fisherman's Warehouse, Megastores. James Smith will join us in just a minute. J.D. richie has got everything you need to know about Tahoe, Pyramid, and Steelhead fishing. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Now the Northern California editor joins us with our freshwater updates later on. Let's waste no time. Let's go to the man himself at Berkeley Marina, but he's probably on the couch. We'll find out here in just a minute. Let's go to the captain of California Dawn, Captain James Smith. Good morning, James. Good morning, James. I'm here. Good morning. Now I
2: hear they had to turn up a little volume there. <laughs> I didn't think James had miss us for a week? Did you? you no, know, James would always. I, he'd be there. always
1: be there. I was kind of worried me when he wasn't there. Hey Captain, what's been going on out in the salt now that there's no more rockfish to fish for and no more of those great ling cod right now for a couple of months.
8: Well, I'm gonna tell your listeners right now, um it's winter time. It's wintertime out here, and it's kind of a wrap on the season. The rock cod and ling cod are closed. Crabbing is still available, but uh as things should shape up, commercial crab is finally opening this Monday. So if you wanted to go soak some pots on some grounds that have not been ran through by, a oh, 100,000 traps or so, right now might be a good time to go. It's going to open up this Monday, so a lot of opportunity uh still, but um it's going to be pretty limited soon. There's a firepower down here all the way from Alaska this season, so a lot of boats here are going to be a lot of pressure, and I think the grounds are going to be pretty much mopped up in about maybe three days.
1: They but do it that. The they do it season. that. They do that that quickly, huh?
8: Yeah, it is. It's it's a really efficient group of crabbers, and what we have this year is a lot of participation and low volume. Um, the whole West Coast is pretty much belly up, with the exception of uh, District Ten, which is you know just from Point Arena south down to uh, below Half Moon Bay. There's a little vein of crab there. And, and, you know, when you're talking about all these traps and these boats here, it won't last long. The guys are going to mop them up really fast. So we're lucky that we got what we got, though. The guys being on strike uh, helped the sport guy out immensely but uh things are going to change really fast here come monday morning there's gonna be a lot of competition on the grounds and it's gonna be harder and harder to get a limit of crab. so take advantage of that right now
1: yeah and if a lot of the uh locals have really distributed their crab pots all over out there they're gonna get lost in the mix pretty quick out there aren't they
8: well i mean commercial guys are professional and all the all the electronic stuff right now it's just super high tech so i mean it But, you know, being a sport guy, you may get lost. You may lose your own pots in the field of pots. I mean, there's a lot of gear going in the water. You know, you're talking there's 170,000, 100,000, 170,000 plus pots. You know, that's that's a lot of gear. Maybe not all setting at once, but, you know, probably better than 140,000 going in. So, I mean you'd imagine what we have out there right now. I mean, you can go f- for miles and not see a trap leaving out of San Francisco, but, uh pretty soon you're going to be able to walk from buoy to buoy. So just, uh, you, you want to just, uh, try to get out now when you can and, and enjoy it. And then, uh, Wait for wait for next year's craft season. Well, I know right now
1: one of the things you're also waiting for is you got the E3 down there doing a lot of work on it right now. For those of you who don't know, James bought the Eldorado 3, and he is fixing it up to be his new uh, boat. I don't know if it will ever be the Cal Don or not, but uh, what's the status on your boat down there now?
8: Well, we have both the California Dawn and the E3 in the sh- uh, shipyard. We got the Dawns out of the water. The E3 schedule scheduled to come up two more weeks. And uh, I had all the plumbers, electricians, carpenters, and you name it. Everybody lined up to go to work here, uh, putting in a generator, have a lot of cool things coming for the boat this next year. Just really didn't see much maintenance, but uh, the last couple of seasons, but this year, you know, we're putting the money back into it. We want to make a showpiece statement on the water. So I'm pretty excited about it, Seth. It's, it's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It, it's like your, your savings, all your money and stuff getting piled into something, but we're going to make it beautiful. So I'm, thought, a, I'm excited. I thought the E3 was going to San Diego. Well, because of COVID and some of the restrictions, we opted to keep the boat here for uh, part of the transition, putting a generator in and uh, building out the wheelhouse here but it's going to go to san diego next season to finish off all the galley touches so gotcha. we we scaled back on the plans a little bit i think i think i got a little over ambitious on <laughs> on what i wanted to do but uh you know this year you'll you'll see a lot of improvement get on the boat you'll see it'll be it'll be brighter cleaner fresher we have you know a few uh, adjustments on the cabin, new bathrooms, stuff like that. So the galley's big, big enough the for
2: the galley's big enough for SEP to have a recliner in too. Hey, if I can have my recliner, I'm <laughs> home free. I could care
1: less, you know. As long as there's a rod holder on the
2: recliner. Yeah, no, there's plenty really of room well. on the E3.
1: Well, James, we're all excited about seeing the E3 and getting back on the water, and it's only been closed for a week or two here with the ling and rock cod action. But that'll all start up again here in April pretty quick. So, folks, just get ready, enjoy your winter, stay nice and warm. But uh, when it comes time for you to think about getting out, you want to get out on the California Dawn. James, give them all the hookup info.
8: Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Check us out on the web, californiadawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, we're taking reservations for the 2021 season now uh we usually start at the ISE show guys we're missing out this year i don't get to see your faces i don't get to drop you off crab none of that good stuff you
1: can still drop us off crab you don't have to worry about that james i'll even meet you on the freeway with a spare tire if necessary (laughs) okay i'll keep that in mind oh i've already done it once if you'll recall and yep, we did. <laughs> Captain James Smith of the California Dawn and the E3 as soon as they get it rolling and rocking for you. James, thanks for hooking up today with us. We appreciate it. And, uh, I know our friend Mr. Gamez, Joey and Big Joe all, uh, need our prayers right now. Yeah, I know.
8: Prayers out to them.
1: Those guys, uh, had a little incident on their boat and, uh, got a little wet. So they're taking, oh, they're taking care of that right now. A Tragic event happened there, but, uh, are they getting it up and out of the water? Is everything uh, starting to come back oh, up?
8: Oh wait, 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 wait! That's Gallia, not Ga- not gamas Oh, I thought Galea. it was Gamez. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no. Jeez.
8: No, it, we. No, the. Uh, yeah, things happen. I mean, these are boats. You know, fortunately. I had a note here that says
1: Joe and Little Joe. Oh well. So uh, yeah, that's Gallia. Gallia. Ah, is there a little yeah, Joe? Galea. There's
8: a little Joe Gallia too there's a little Joe Gallia is the captain of the boat. There and, uh, Joe, you go. Joe Gallia senior, senior is the owner and sometimes part-time captain of the new Easy Rider and that, that's the uh, that's the boat that that's the boat that went down in the slip uh a couple days ago went down with a big load of crab gear. Um they got the boat up, the boat's floating, Joey's right. in good spirits yesterday. Right. But, uh yeah, prayers out to him. Well, um, so Joey Gamez is
1: then. in good mood anyway. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, I mean, if Joey you know, is boat tank, that's news nice
1: to me. But No, he did I not. So. I, I heard Joe and Little Joe, and I figured that's the Gamez guys. They're the only ones that I knew well. But I'm glad it's not them. I'm sorry that it's the Galeas. But uh, they'll get it up. They'll get that thing rolling again. That's the way it is when you're a charter captain out there. Just hard work and a lot of money thrown into a hole in the water, isn't it, James?
8: Yep, and that's it. And sometimes the holes in the water sink, so... <laughs> we have to face that as, as as owners of boats that boats sometimes go down for no explicit reasons whatsoever but he had a lot of crab gear on the boat you know and they're still trying to figure out what the what the heck happened so uh long story but uh he'll be up and ready for the season so that's fingers great cross for him
1: that's great that's great absolutely wonderful news And I'm glad that nothing else, uh, nobody else got hurt along the way. We've had a lot of boats go down over the years, you know, 20, 30 years out here. And some of them have been tragic, but most of them have been uh, very, very safe. So it's been uh, pretty simple solutions to everything. Just dry them out, get them back, back into the action again. James, glad it's not you, my friend. You take care. And thanks for joining us today on California Sportsman. James Smith on the California Dawn, folks. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Take care, my friend. You know, when I heard, I heard the Joe and Joey, I was like, Oh
4: man, Gamez, yeah.
1: those great guys and they're getting jacked around by the boat. And I'm going, Oh, <laughs> oh no, I feel sorry now that I know it's Galeas, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I feel better that it's not Gamez if that's a fair thing to say. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want that it, to happen to anybody. That's but you see the photos. Deal. I get a photo and a video and I'm going, Oh, oh man, not fun. Yeah. You know, what is saltwater going to do to an engine? Well, it doesn't do it any favors. Not a lot of good things, that's for sure. We should probably take a break. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to be hooking up with the man himself, Captain Zach Medinas with Gate Crasher Fishing. He's out sturgeon fishing today, and the man knows how to do it. We'll be right back after this. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked.
0: Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer Glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics, sonar, heated cabin, fully electric galley for hot meals, and restroom facilities. They all make the California Dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available. The availability of fishing licenses, bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable. To find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the California Dawn, or to book a trip, give them a call at five ten four one seven five 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 seven or check the web at www
12: Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish.
0: Duckworth Boats, hand-built by highly trained, skilled boat builders with pride, precision, and craftsmanship with models from 18 to 40 feet, designed for both fresh and saltwater activities. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, featuring the entire line of Duckworth Boats. From outboard tillers to jets and inboards, the Advantage Navigator, Pacific Navigator, Pacific Pro, and Offshore Series exemplify Duckworth's attention to details. Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help get the Duckworth boat you need with the right power, performance, and accessories. No other boat compares. Be part of the legacy. Join the family of proud Duckworth owners. Learn more at Gone Fishing and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com or duckworthboats.com.
12: Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? And now, more California sportsmen with F. Hendrickson.
1: And been a lot of talking about this great sturgeon action going on out in the you know Delta what right now. It should be. The water's, well, they going clear. They got a little bit of rain, a little bit of trickling down, but there's yeah. some water working its way in and hopefully the next two weeks don't look like it's going to be any better from no, rain. We not got much cloud and sun forecast. for a week. And then after this week, it looks like a straight week of very low chances of rain and a lot of sunshine. Might be some fog on the Delta. Oh, there should be. You, you think. <laughs> this guy can see through it, though, son. It's exactly it. He's got enough electronics on board to take care of business. Let's go now live to Gate Crashers Fishing, Captain Zach Medina. and hook up with him right now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Good What's morning, going guys. on out there? Sounds like you're throwing all the nets overboard. <laughs> he had a steam engine on that thing.
11: <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I'm just getting everything in the boat. I just uh went a little grocery shopping for the boys. Uh, we're going to have chicken tacos and links and... uh yeah, we're going to have a pretty good feast a little bit later on. I'm
1: still waiting for you to figure out where to mount that barbecue on there for that big barbecue feast.
11: Yeah, yeah, we do a gas grill right off the bow and, uh, yeah, we do that just about every day. If the fishing gets a little too hot, I always tell guys bring some finger food as well. Uh, sometimes you don't, you know, have an opportunity to do it, but yeah, today looks like it's going to be one of those days,
1: I hope. Well, tell our listeners what's going on out there and what kind of action you're experiencing.
11: Yeah, fishing's been fishing's been good, you know. We've been uh catching a lot of fish in the in the deeper water with the uh, smaller tides. Uh today we've kinda got medium tides and bigger in the later part of the afternoon. So probably mix it up with the
13: uh
11: uh deeper stuff in the in the morning and we're gonna have to go a little shallower in the afternoon.
1: What seems to be the best offering you're laying out there right now? I know there's a lot of demand for grass shrimp in a lot of places. Uh, and I can't believe that they're using an old bait like grass shrimp to get sturgeon nowadays.
11: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, normally you can kind of, you know, fish the shrimp and get your, uh, get your, uh, sturgeon with those and maybe have a chance at a limited bass, but I don't know. I guess some bass are starting to show up now. So maybe that's going to work out for a lot of guys, but they have been, uh, MIA. And so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're going to throw, um, we're going to throw eel and row today, keep it simple, straight out the freezer, thaws on the way to the boat, and rock and roll.
1: That's exactly the the top offerings out there. Good scent, something to attract them, get them to bite and to hang on. Zach, typical size you're getting right now. I'm hearing a lot of unders and a lot of overs.
11: Yeah, um, you know, we've been seeing a decent amount of legal fish. Uh The legal fish we have not seen, kind of a little bit on the lower end of the slot size um so some some oversized mixed in. i always like to get the really big big oversized you know that's a true representation of a proper white sturgeon but haven't seen a lot of real massive fish just yet we get them every now and again but uh i got my fingers crossed for today i'm hoping
1: well I'm sure the uh, techniques that you're going to put to use today are going to work uh, what area of the delta not being too specific but are you working today
11: uh, i'm going to look probably a little bit more down by middle ground around that way um there's a good mix of uh deep and shallow and I don't know you know it's a, a lot of guys they get all on top of each other a lot of guys that do it for a living too and I don't know I get in the outdoors I would to be honest to get away from people and kind of enjoy nature so uh, if I can find my own fish and uh, you know just have a true nice experience out there in the delta that's what I'm always looking for.
1: Well that sounds good but I do the same thing and I do it for a different reason because I know I catch more fish when I'm away from everybody else and so do you.
11: Yeah, you get all those guys that uh, don't understand uh, how to anchor in deeper water. And, you mean the guy that stands at the
1: back and throws the anchor out? <laughs>
11: yeah, yeah, the guy that kind of glides past your bow. And then, I don't know, sometimes it doesn't even have enough sense if, you know, if I almost hit somebody's boat doing something foolish, I I feel pretty bad about it. But they just keep trying, you know. And all those anchors getting drugged through the water when you're not properly set up, it just either spooks the fish or makes the fish uh, stop feeding. So, I don't know. It's like you said, you know, you get around too many people on a fish like this, it's it's really not the move.
1: Yeah, I did that at Eagle Lake. I proved time and time again, if you uh, aren't catching fish, go where nobody else is fishing. Get out of the way. I used to go out to the middle of the lake. Merlin, and I would sit there. I'd smoke a cigar. It was going so good. Just bang, yeah. bang, bang, one after another. in the middle where nobody was fishing. You go back over to the sides and nobody's got a bite. So it's being in the right place at the right time is one thing, but also avoiding any of the noises, the trolling motors, especially when there's a lot of gas trolling motors going on. These fish aren't stupid. They learn pretty quick, don't they?
11: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a big reason. You know, you'll see people on the internet and, oh, we anchored up on all these fish and they got the pictures of their graph to prove it, but we didn't get bit. Well, you know, you might want to think about that a little deeper, you know? Exactly.
1: And that's what charter captains do, especially good ones, knowledgeable captains like Zach Medina's does out there. Zach, real quick, tell them a little bit about the boat and tell them how they can get on.
11: Absolutely. Yeah. It's a little cooler this time of year, but we have a 28 foot fair with an enclosed cab and, uh, you know, you can, you can thermo regulate pretty good. We do a mostly private charter, you know, that way you come out with people that you, that you know, well, you know, their lifestyle and you're comfortable with. And, uh, Yeah, it's always 10 degrees warmer in the cabin. So got hop in there, hop back out until the morning uh, cold burns off. And, you know, if you want to come out and fish with us, please do. Give me a call, 925-497-7171. You can also reach me me at GateCrasherFishing.com. We have Instagram and Facebook, GateCrasherFishing.
1: You got it, partner. Thank you much for the update for our listeners. We appreciate it very much. Now get out there and spank those suckers today, and I'm sure you'll be releasing a few along the way too.
11: Oh, yeah, always. Hey, have a great show, and thank you for for
1: having me on. Gate Crashers Fishing Adventures. Captain Zach Medinas getting out there and having some fun on the water today. Hey, it's about time for gun owners.
3: allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter. More targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance.
4: Lorance has it all.
3: Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com.
6: Lowrance, it's the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report.
1: Hey, we've got Mike Ogney joining us right now. Good morning, Michael. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? And we're going to get to Gun Owners of California right after the interview with Mike. We screwed up in the studio. (laughs) Imagine that. My first mistake in 23 years. Well, Mr. Ogney, what's going on out there in the salt as well as our coastal rivers as the steelheads start moving around?
13: Is it my name on gun owners or are you just stalling (laughs) me here?
1: No, it's not yours yours and it's not mine and I got my tickets.
13: (laughs) Yeah, that wouldn't look too good.
1: Well, coming to a port near you, Seb, is
13: live Fresh crab here should be hitting the markets about Monday. The crab fleet finally settled on their price, been a lot of back and forth between the the big gorilla buyer who kind intro- of controls the entire West Coast. We won't get into that and the low ball price, and they finally settled, I believe, for just under three bucks a pound. So we should see some reasonably priced crab getting into the local markets, and um, if you're not a fisherman. Um, well, uh, too bad, but you can go and buy it. And I'd rather go catch my uh, my own. But we're currently seeing uh, a 10, 11 foot lazy swell on the coast. Winds are light at about five knots. That's not the the greatest weather for the uh, for the commercial fleet to get out and set gear because all those boats they tend to really stuff a lot of gear and they get a little bit top heavy. So we like to see a lower swell, but They'll be setting gear here the next couple of days, and um, you should see a lot of crab coming in. But it's going to be a uh, it's going to be one of those seasons where it's going to be really quick for the commercial fleet because there's just not a, a big biomass of of crabs out there. So well, talking
1: I, to James earlier, he figured after three or four days of scooping the bottom of the uh, crab, they'll be gone or it'll be wiped no, out. No, James good.
13: is right on that. that. That that would be my estimate too. And you know like James, I'd spent a few years. Uh, commercial crabbing and most years it's like seven eight pulls, and the biomass this year is only going to be three or four pulls, and it's going to be over the price of bait and fuel and your overhead and everything else um you can't go out anymore and and catch 500 pounds of of crab and uh and survive you got to be out there getting at least a half a ton or or more just to you know have a have a, a regular payday on the boat that's not even you know the bonanza days don't even happen until you're up well over five 5,000 pounds. But, well, the, um,
1: the sport fishermen still have a quick opportunity between now and the opener, but they'll be crawling into their nets or into their pots here pretty soon. So if you want to get out, this is probably your last shot, folks.
13: This is your last shot until about May. The commercial fleet will stack out, and the, the crabs when they start coming into the shallows uh, late in the, uh, the uh, spring and early summer, I love May off of uh, Bodega Bay. And there'll be a whole lot
1: more parking around Bodega Bay too once all the crabbers are. Going.
13: Exactly. So uh, we're
1: not uh, we're not
13: currently crabbing on the uh, real magic, but we'll get back at it here after we get our winter maintenance done, and uh, we're going to head to dry dock and get a whole whole bunch of work done, and we'll be back fishing uh, come uh, April. One little tip, though, I looked this morning because you know I love to chase uh, steelhead. The Smith River is in absolutely prime shape here this morning. It crested about 13 feet uh, last night about midnight, and it's currently down to 11.3. Nice slow drop there. That is an absolute perfect height. I love 11 down to about 9 feet. Um, I bet there's going to be some nice fish caught up there the next couple of days. And uh, looking at first light here out the – out the kitchen window. It uh, looks like it's going to be a real nice day here too, Seth.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. It was looking gorgeous in Vacaville when we left and there was no fog coming in my way, but Kent said he had a lot of fog coming in from the north end. So, uh, or the east side, I guess. So we'll see. I what... would
13: love to see some fog tomorrow morning. I'm going to head up to, uh, to a, my blind, uh, fog would be really welcome. Um, <laughs> any type of weather in the Valley right now is really welcome. It's gonna, been a struggle of a of, of a duckier for me. I have a couple of buddies who've been doing well down in the uh, Sutter Bypass area, but uh, up around Sac Refuge, uh, it's like a two or three bird average for for our club, and it's been that way all all season long. So we haven't had a lights out day yet, but uh, we're hopeful that we'll see a, a push of ducks come down out of uh, Oregon and Washington here soon.
1: All right, Michael, you got it. And don't forget the 27th marked down on your calendar. We're pouring that oh. in concrete. We're going to go up and shoot up a bunch of birds up at Quail Point Hunt Club, hopefully. Looking forward to it, guys. I'll be talking to David Martin this weekend, and we'll get everything firmed up on it. But uh, in the meantime, thank you for the update, sir. We're all looking forward to a great 2021. It's got to be better than 2020, that's for sure. Take care, all my there. friend, and thanks for hooking up with us today.
13: That's an awful low bar.
1: Yes, it is, my friend. It certainly is. Take care, guy. Have a great one. Thank you. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and The Real Magic. Camp. Well,
2: Sepp, we didn't leave a lot of time for the gun of California, 52 guns and 52-inch Take weeks your travel. time. Take your time. But you have to know that if your membership needs to be renewed, well, the only way to do that is to buy a ticket. If you get a ticket, your membership's automatically renewed. So give him a call. There's not many tickets left, so you got to give them a call at 916 916- Nine eight four fourteen hundred
1: on Monday to get I your tickets. I guarantee there aren't many left because they only print fifteen hundred tickets every year, and I think I've got like thirteen eighty to thirteen yeah. whatever. So I'm there's not many left. If well, I'll. ticket
2: number six twenty four is the winner this week. Step that's uh, uh, the winner number two, and that's going to go to Rick Walters of Yuba City, California. Rick, you've got a Springfield Armor.
4: Oh, Armory
2: XD 45? and 45 ACP. Oh, um, you couldn't find 45 ammo anyways, so. I got some. Uh, there you have it. Well, they're <laughs> gonna be sitting at your sportsman's warehouse to do all the proper paperwork on that one. Uh, gun owners California, 46 year fighting
1: for your gun rights. Well, I'm glad I got my tickets. I told Sam last week on the air, I need tickets. By God, Wednesday they're on the phone yeah. taking care of business and I got my tickets in the mail. Alright, we gotta bust out of here for a break when we come back. We're hooking up with one of the guys that knows everything there is about Lake Tahoe. A lot about Pyramid and everything you want to hear about steelhead fishing right after this.
0: Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at RealMagicSportFishingCharters.com. No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors
3: than Mercury Marine. allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep-water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you.
0: upland shooting sports check them out on the web at quailpoint.com now here's owner david martin good
13: morning sportsman quail point is now open for pheasant quail and chucker hunting wednesdays through sundays from eight to three you can still purchase a bird card or come out by day shoots all season long if you're out for an early morning duck hunt and you get your limits early or have a slow morning calls from the blind and light up a late morning hunt we won't plant your birds till you get here and you're ready to go it's a great way to still get yourself some action And your bird dog will be excited to get some retrieves in. Sporting clays are open year-round, so if you have a new gun, try out some new chokes, new ammo, or just want to burn some powder. It's a great, inexpensive way to get your gun dialed in before you realize you're just missing birds. Give us a call to line up reservations at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com.
12: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Hey, I hear I'm bringing you a whole nother hour starting right about now. We're going to kick it off in just a moment with Captain J.D. Ritchie. We'll be talking Lake Tahoe, Pyramid Lake, Steelhead. And no, he is not retiring from guiding. He's changing where he guides. He's been retired
2: as a guide for the past several years, Seth. What do you mean? Yeah, he's been laid back as
1: (laughs) a guide for many years. Steve Carson's going to hook up with us. That's right. Speaking of retired. The director of Penn Fishing Universities. He'll have long-range action for you and telling you real loud and clear, if you don't book, you're not getting on this year, so make sure you do. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse hooks up with us what's hot and what's not. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us with freshwater updates at maryland's got your get a clue and i've got a great tip in rving and destinations for you and there's more lots more let's waste no time let's go to lake tahoe to the new home of fish with jd let's hook up with the man himself mr jd richie good morning jd
13: good morning boys happy new year
1: well the sport fisher fishing with jd what are you using nowadays my friend
13: Oh, all of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you, a lot of yeah. people don't know that you've relocated your entire family up to the Lake Tahoe area, living in a beautiful home up there. And some of them, based on one of your posts that you or video you posted not too long ago, think you have retired from the guiding business. Would you like to clarify that for a few people?
13: Mm, yes. Uh Rumors of my demise have been uh, greatly exaggerated. <laughs> I didn't think <laughs> oh, you were
1: but, dead, <laughs> nor did I think you
13: were gone. But yeah you know, we just I, that was just a rant about the status of uh the sacramento valley salmon uh management uh, shall we say and um and I just can't you know i just can't keep taking people. The fishing was so bad this year it just keeps getting worse, so I needed to look for a um a more stable fishery, and so you know I've always been fishing up here, so just decided to make it uh, the, the primary focus. Now, having said that, if we had some miraculous uh big salmon run, I'm sure I would uh venture back down. But um but for now, Tahoe and uh Pyramid are the main focuses. I'll still be doing steelhead and uh you know occasional striper johns and that kind of stuff. But for now, this is this is the focus.
1: This is the new the new world order for J D Ritchie and uh his fishing business. He's uh, obviously doing Tahoe. He's fished that for years. we talked to him many times out on Lake Tahoe for the great Mackinac fishing. There's great brown trout, rainbow trout, smallmouth. There's a lot of fish available in that lake if you know where to go and when to be there. And that's one of the things that J.D. concentrates on. J.D., one of the lakes you're expanding into, I know you just got your permit on it and everything, is Pyramid Lake in Nevada, just across the border. One of the most fantastic cutthroat fisheries in the West. You're going to go do that, aren't you? You bet your ass I'm going to do that. (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) There's no question. There'll be a seat on that boat for me. Yeah, you're going to go do Pyramid. I know you like that place. I fished it for years. I ended up going down to Walker Lake and doing a bunch of cutthroat fishing down at Walker. Walker's gone to hell. I think the fish are dead in that lake now. But this one, Pyramid, they're doing it right. they got the Indian tribe out there with a great hatchery system slot limits, and big fish available. Tell them about the size of the fish they can get into out there, J.D.
13: Well, somebody just got a 26-pounder this uh, last week, so that, that that's probably all you need to know. But um, it's it's what uh, we call a hero lake. You go out there, then you're a hero more often than you're not. Uh, you know, even if you don't catch a, a double-digit fish, which you, you generally expect to, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, you can't guarantee... Uh, fishing, obviously, but you're almost disappointed when you don't get one over 10 pounds when you're fishing there. I mean, that's, you you know, just kind of let that sink in for a second. Um, But, you know, even if you're just catching the quote-unquote small ones, I mean, you catch a bunch of trout that are, you know, 20 20 inches.
1: Yeah, the hatchery, I, I think it used to crank out, don't catch anything, don't keep anything under 19 or something like that. But there are tons of fish in the 19 to 22 inch range in that lake all the time. And those are nothing to shake a stick at.
13: No, no, they're they're just it's just cool. It's it's refreshing in this uh, day and age of it seems like fisheries failing all around us. Well, it's
1: a big that, vast a big vast body of water out there, and knowing where to be and when to be there has got to be tricky. And you've got a specialized boat for all of this now, don't you?
13: Yeah, we uh, we kind of jumping out of the sled and into a twenty six foot river wild with a you know nice heated cabin and. some nine-foot beam on it it's a it's a big big boat We got four downriggers on it and uh it's it's the lap of luxury so um uh, um we're uh keeping the door open right now with uh with COVID, trying to be real safe with all that um uh, you know we've got uh, people wearing masks and uh we're sanitizing everything just trying to you know, make people feel comfortable and and what's yeah, I wasn't so worried about it in the the big 25 foot tiller all summer because we are outdoors. But now that you're indoors, uh, taking super uh, extra precautions and um, not mixing groups, you know it's you know, got to be with the same. We're not going to put you know you and Kent on with uh, you know two two guys from Lodi or whatever. You know just uh, um, we, you know it's all got to be the same group I'm trying to just you uh, know do all the all the stuff till we get vaccinated.
2: Do I have to go with Seth?
1: No. Oh, okay. No, good. I, good job. Just, yeah. just,
2: uh, just an example. Got Cause you. Because he'll be standing. <laughs> nice uh, JD, <laughs>
1: don't even take the man. He's going to be standing on the bow of your boat. He's going to be saying, "Slow down, no. slow down." He's going to want to be pitching. No,
2: we, we've got a trip planned. Actually, JD and I have already talked about a, a little article that we're going to put together this year, Sep. So. Um, I'm probably, he's probably going to be a passenger in my boat. Oh, well, somebody's going to go up to Tahoe and catch bass. I can smell that yeah. one. <laughs> well, we, you know what? I think between the two of us, we can come up with a hundred bucks. It's going to take to launch my ranger in Tahoe,
1: but we're going to do it. Good luck yeah, with that yeah, one without estate yeah. stickers on that one. You better yeah. get one more California. My yeah. Friend. We'll figure it all out. So well, JD, uh, congratulations on not demising, not Regard not hanging up your guide service like so many phone calls that I got and text messages. Uh, just, just he's fed, he's fed up with what's happened down here with our fisheries in the yeah. Sacramento metropolitan area. Who isn't? Yeah. Hey, when's uh, yeah. your when's your live uh, when's your live deal coming back up?
13: Uh, coming soon. We're actually going to switch We kind of we uh, we're in transition. We're going to do a dry run this weekend, but. Um, the uh, what kent's referring to is the fish with jd tv which we are going into season two of uh last year was live this year we're going to do it um pre-recorded so it's a little, a little cleaner. smoother cleaner yeah. <laughs> and uh and, and it's going to be also at the same time recorded as a podcast so uh
14: that
13: that's coming soon uh we're going to see how it goes this weekend and then start making some announcements so thanks for bringing that up i, I kind of get sidetracked thinking about that but um <laughs> So, and, and supposedly, source, I'm supposed so to be gonna, on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. so. I look forward um, to. It. Yeah, for sure, that'll be fun. And, um, and 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 not being live, we can uh, work around people's schedules too, and that kind of stuff as far as the guests. So. It should be should be fun and and a little more polished, which I you know I thought that. Hey,
1: it's all casual, man. We're fishermen. We like the casual attitude. That's why we're so unpolished in here in the studio.
13: (laughs) Boy, that's yeah. Well, and I. I liked that part of it actually, but, uh, my, my brother, the producer guy is like, oh, let's, let's take this up a notch. All right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I keep hearing that all the time too. Production values. Yeah. <laughs> well, JD, give them the, <laughs> give them the phone number for all the fishing opportunities you've got at Tahoe Pyramid and running around chasing steelhead, but, and the website so they can find out exactly what we're talking about. You got it. Uh,
13: 916. 916- nine five two one five five four get a hold of me and uh heading out uh for you late uh risers uh we're not even launching until 10 o'clock this time of year so you know just keep that in the back of your mind perfect perfect <laughs> Thank timing you jd
1: perfect timing yeah. casual breakfast yeah, yeah. and then out yeah
13: exactly and then uh on the web the guide site is the sportfisher.com and then you can always Get me on fishwithjd.com, too. That's probably the easiest. It's got a link to the guide site.
1: Yeah, so you just, get on any of them. Easy. They'll take you back and forth, and you'll find out all the information you need and entertained and educated along the way at the same time. J.D., thanks for go. hooking up with us, my friend. We appreciate it. And you just let me know when Pyramid's wide open, and I'll take you up on it.
13: You got it. We'll do it. Thanks, up. All thanks, right. Kent.
1: See you, buddy. Take care. J.D. Ritchie, folks. No, he did not retire from guiding. Hey, it's about time for Regina now, isn't it?
0: Guns, fishing, and other stuff knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady that knows her way around hunting, fishing, and hard work will motivate you to live well in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your entire family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women too can take part in our hunting traditions, become skilled sportsmen themselves, and help lead the way for their children. And now now here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors.
15: Good morning, everyone. It's Regina. Happy New Year. I missed last week, so I didn't get to tell you all that. I apologize. You had to listen to Kent, um, but I'm sure you did a good job filling in for me. Um, hey, you know, the kids and I are headed to the duck blind this morning and we were just thinking how weird it is after i don't even know how many years 12 13 i think this would have been our 13th year at the ISE show and it's just odd not having that this year so um but the big thing is about ISE. what we love most about ISE is meeting our duck club members and having them come by the booth Uh, Casey knows them all, but me and the kids don't really get to put faces to names until the ISC show. But with that being said, if you guys are, um, looking or shopping or on the hunt for a duck blind next year, we are because we're not going to be at the ISC show with our wonderful, um, blind waiting list, gathering names, you guys need to get on our website, join our email list, um, call Casey himself and say hey I want on your list to see what comes available or what we're adding new property wise so be sure you do that Um, our website is www.hunt-fish-game.com or you can call Casey on his cell directly at 530-682-3176 enjoy your weekend everyone
0: Live long in the outdoors with Regina Stafford. Sponsored by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Your one-stop outdoor shop that has it all. From fishing to hunting and everything in between. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores. Take the family and pick up the stuff you'll need for your next family adventure. Two locations. In Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road just off Highway 80. And in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza Road. Don't miss the deals at the Guns, Fishing, and other stuff online outlet. Check them out on the web at GunsFishing.com.
5: Lines Guide Service and Captain James Netzel offers professionally guided trips from Sierra and Foothill Lakes to the Feather and Sacramento Rivers and the productive California Delta. Whether it's trolling a favorite lake for trout, kokanee, or landlocked salmon, or fighting a 50-pound king on the river,
0: World record,
5: James Netzel and Tide Lines Guide Service guarantee an enjoyable, comfortable one-on-one experience in one of his two fully rigged boats. A 22-foot Bolton Pro ski skiff that seats five for fishing lakes and a 23-foot Foot rogue jet Chinook that can comfortably seat six. Used for the river and delta waterways. Ooh, one. Fish the peak times with one of the best. Folsom Lake Rainbows in January and February. Delta Stripers and Orville Kings from late February through May. Stampede and Lake Tahoe, Kokanee and Mackinac are targeted from April through September. Then it's back to the Valley Rivers for the annual King salmon runs. Check out Fishtightlines.com or call toll free 888 88-975-0990. Licensed, bonded, insured, and Permitted on all waters fish. Avoid the hassles, go with tight lines guide service, and share an enjoyable day on the water loaded with fun and memories with family or friends.
6: For high thrust power, performance, and portability, pick up the Yamaha T9.9 High Thrust Four Stroke. Its streamlined design is up to 12% lighter than previous high thrust models. Still, it delivers up to twice the thrust of comparable two strokes. It's the perfect kicker and a great choice for sailboats, John boats, or deep V. Any Small craft that begs maximum muscle in an efficient lightweight package needs the yamaha t9.9 high thrust four stroke pick one up at bucks outboard 2750 47th ave in sacramento family operated for over 50 years bucks carries the full line of yamaha parts and accessories and has service you can count on bucks outboard the sportsman's choice 916-428-3917 or bucksoutboard.com
14: Hi, Lenny LaPitta here for Bucks Outboard. I'm inviting you to come down and check out our full line of Yamaha Outboards. Great deals going on right now. You can catch us on the web at www.bucksoutboard.com or give me a call at 916-428-3917. I'll be waiting
3: for you. There's a feeling you get when you're fishing. A rush of anticipation and adrenaline. It's all about your presentation and that tug at the end of the line. Tournament and recreational anglers need strong, sharp, and reliable hooks because every bite counts. You'll land more and bigger fish. Fish like a pro with Owner Hooks. Owner Hooks, available at Fisherman's Warehouse, Mega Stores in Fairfield, Sacramento, and Manteca or their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Check out the full line at OwnerHooks.com. Owner, simply the best hook on the market.
10: Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics providing sportsmen with the ultimate high performance fish finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lorance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location.
1: is pay attention
6: and then go fishing
1: and joining us of course in the pure fishing pro staff tip of the week is the man himself the director of Penn Fishing University He's our own senior tuna Mr. Steve Carson good morning tuna good morning Seth tell us about it and, and
14: happy happy
1: happy new year that's right we I didn't have you. you I haven't talked to you in th- this year yet well now you have my friend you're so fortunate <laughs> Steve, what is going on down there right now? It's wintertime. All the boats are being worked on. Everybody, is anybody fishing? Yeah,
14: well, you're you're correct. Most of the boats had a very, very successful 2020 that lasted, uh, the season lasted a lot longer than, really, than than it's ever lasted. They were still catching bluefin tuna, big ones, clear into the middle of December. So uh, that it is true a lot of the boats are, are down for maintenance. I mean, you know, it's a boat. Anybody that owns a boat, Knows that they require a lot of maintenance, so they're they're doing that now. There's a few boats running, and uh, just like the rest of the state, the uh, the main fish usually caught at this time of year is rockfish and lingcod, and of course, that's closed in California waters. The the one advantage that the San Diego boats have is they can just turn left out of the bay, and uh, in just about 15 miles, they're in Mexican waters where rockfish and lingcod are legal all year, and so. And it's not really a lot. It's, you know, it's uh, one or maybe one boat a day during the week. Maybe two or three boats do it on the weekends. And uh, that fishing has been excellent, excellent. You know, when the weather allows, also some nice, not every trip, but some nice catches of yellowtail. Also down there on those on those Punta Colinet trips, uh, the Pacific Queen last weekend caught 90 nice-sized 20, 25-pound yellowtail. In addition to limits of rockfish and lingcod, there are some bluefin tunas swimming around out there, but but they won't settle down to one spot, and uh, it's, it's not really worth chasing them around uh, with sport fishing gear. The commercial the, the commercial netters are getting them, but uh, I think that once the weather settles down and and uh, we hit springtime, they, there will start to be some stable. Uh, schools of bluefin in predictable spots that they can go target uh, with uh, with rod and reel and um, yeah so there's, there's lots going on but here's the thing that i'm definitely noticing so if you're thinking about booking a multiple day trip or even a one day trip out of san diego uh, this year wh- either whenever you feel like you you've gotten your vaccination or you're just going to go anyway you better look into booking it like now uh, the trips are booking up super fast. It's pretty clear that p- the public is sick of being locked in the house, and they are gonna go. And I even know there's there's a couple of boats, just one day boats that just that's just run overnight or day and a half trips that are already sold out all the way through August on weekends. It's just crazy how many people are booking. Uh, I almost all my trips are full, with the exception of. Uh, my June and December eight-day trips on board the Shogun, and they are filling fast. So if you want to fish in San Diego, you better uh, uh, get on the phone or get on the computer and book that spot.
1: When was it June and September trips you have? June and September. No, June and December. December. Okay. Uh,
14: all my, all, all my. Uh, let's see, my uh, July, September, and October trips are all already full.
1: Well, I just before you came on, I said you guys need to be booking right now, and if you don't, you're going to get left out. If you have an opportunity to go out with Steve Carson on a pen fishing university on the Shogun in June or in December, you should be picking up the phone and booking it right now. That's the way it works, folks. You can go out and learn so much from Tuna. This man taught me so much in one day. He also taught me don't ever take a spinning rod and reel out of his hand if he says hold this. <laughs>
14: Oh, uh, good memory, Seth. Good memory. It was a good we're, memory. We're going to get you out there again. Although, if if we ever do that again, here's what I promise. I promise when I hand you a fish, it'll be on a nice two speed pen reel with what we call the easy button. And uh, when you feel like the fish is pulling too hard or you're just too tired, you push that little button, and it's kind of like, I don't know, uh, uh, towing gear, if you want to, for, for want of a better word and you just turn the handle and even really big fish they they come right up it's amazing
1: as long as the line doesn't snap along the way
14: well yeah that's assuming that and even you sep I have confidence in you I know that you can tie a proper knot
1: yeah if it's a palomar you bet otherwise <laughs> Otherwise, I stand next to Steve Carson, folks. That's exactly the way it's done. See, I'm a lot more, I'm way
2: past you. I can do a Palomar and a San Diego knot. I can't <laughs> tie a San Diego. I don't think I've ever seen it.
14: There's a, re- there's a reason they call the San Diego knot the San Diego knot. Although I, I have spotted it in a few other places, you know, uh, where, where the, the writer has published about it. Yeah. And it's almost like they don't want to give San Diego props. I've seen it called the tuna knot and and a couple of other uh, other names. And it's not that hard to tie, but just like most things, it just takes a bit of practice. And when you're fishing, is not the time to practice your knots. No, the time it, to practice your knots is in front of the TV in the winter.
1: Go to YouTube, folks. Type in a, every, the name everywhere. of the knot you want to tie. There's a guy showing you how to tie it with rope. Right there, it's so easy, it's so simple to learn a new knot that way. And I'm not going to tell anybody that's how I learned how to tie the Palomar years ago. (laughs) They had computers when I learned how to tie it. Wow, fact. Wow. Well, Steve, golden opportunities down there, Steve. And uh, what's your expectations for fishing next year? I would imagine as good as last year.
14: Well, just the fact that the, the the commercial boats, you know, with their they've got helicopters and planes and chase boats and everything else they're already getting bluefin tuna. Uh, The sport fishing boats, you know, don't, don't quite have that capability, but just the fact that the bluefin tuna are there, they, you know, the, the, the conventional wisdom always said, Oh, they migrate back to Japan every winter, or they migrate all the way into Southern Mexican waters in the winter. They're not doing that anymore. So, My my prediction is well. What was it that Mister T said in when uh, in the the Rocky movie? What what's your prediction? Pain.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think you're right. That's a good way of putting it. Pain is what I had after 45 minutes on a spinning reel with an albacore, with you sitting there laughing at me. It was well entertaining.
14: They proved last last summer that amongst those bluefin that were out there, and this is in U.S. waters, not deep in Mexico, in California waters, you need a California fishing license to fish for them. They proved, they only caught one, that there's bluefin tuna over 400 pounds. And now that everybody's kind of geared up and realizing that and geared up and having, you know, tackle that's capable of catching those, there's a good possibility somebody's going to
1: break 500
14: pounds this year.
1: Wouldn't be surprised one bit if that happened, especially with the new tackle and reels and line and everything that's out there, especially with the easy button. What, exactly. What more exactly. could you want? Steve Carson, our own Senior Tuna, with your update on long-range and kind of short-range fishing reports. Steve, well, thank you so much for it. And, again, have a wonderful 2021. We'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Thanks, up. Steve Carson, Senior Tuna. If you can get on board those June or December trips on the Shogun, Check it out. You can go right to the Shogun's website, just shogun.com, I bet, or you can just uh, – it'll go to it. It'll find it for you. If gonna you're going to miss
2: like, all those guys. man. we got like, no sports show. No,
1: We're not going to be bouncing off of walls together. I know.
2: What's that all about? So it's it's
1: kind of different this year, and we we missed the ISE. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah. And I know it's going to be back next year if we get a new governor. <laughs> well, we'll be Maybe back. he'll, maybe he'll loosen things and everybody will be vaccinated by then.
3: Oh <laughs> And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Built upon a C14 Plus body for both the lightweight feel and carbon rigidity, the new Shimano Van Forge spinning reel incorporates a Magnum Light rotor to benefit anglers with a quick response in critical situations. The new Shimano Van Forge features Shimano's Cold Forge Hagany gear, as well as Silent Drive and Micro Module Gear Two technologies to produce power transfer like never before, while also boasting next level of rotational performance all shimano rods reels tackle and accessories are available at fisherman's warehouse mega stores in sacramento manteca and fairfield stop in and experience eternally smooth reeling with
1: shimano and joining us now live from well i don't know if he's at the store or not from sacramento's fisherman's warehouse mega stores, the man himself the rod father alan fong joins us with the alan fong show good morning al Morning. How you doing? Morning. Fine. How about you? I was very yes,
16: <laughs> It's getting a little tougher, but um, I was there Thursday, and we got there probably around seven fifteen, and about ten o'clock they started biting till about two, and we ended up with ten
1: and lost quite a few, but it's still good. Well, anytime you can get out there and get ten king salmon out of that lake, you're doing pretty good, and. The fish uh, size of those fish, what were they running, 1921s? Yeah,
16: they're getting bigger. Oh, we had some pretty decent fishing on that three-and-a-half to four-and-a-half pounds.
1: <laughs> those are nice fish, dude. Those are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they fight, too. They're beautiful fillets. Oh, yeah, landlock king in a lake like that, they give you a hell of a battle. I, stronger than a rainbow, for sure, no doubt about it. Yeah. More like a steelhead. Sometimes they're even flying out of the water on you. What seemed to be your best offering for them?
16: Uh, we were, you know, using the gissit, you know, mooching form. Um, I saw trollers. Um, Renee was there. They're picking them up, but not as fast as we are. Were
1: you finding the little it schools works. of fish and dropping down to them?
16: Oh yeah. When I see them, I tell everybody get ready. You know, someone's gonna get bit.
1: Are you going through a lot of fish or just a few fish when you're doing those drifts?
16: No, I've been usually looking for the bait, you know, because they're all starting to bust up. And uh, when you find a good school, a lot of the last couple of times I've been there, the bait in the morning has been flat on the bottom, and fishing is tough. And then it warms up a little bit. They seem, and the sun comes out, then they start rising off the bottom. Cloudy days are tough, and it's been cloudy. So bright, sunny day, I think the... Uh, I think i'll tear them up but i could see them on the graph so you can definitely know how deep sometimes they're only 20 feet down i'd say we probably caught most at 20 feet and we're in 50 feet of water
1: yeah up at the north end by the bridges
16: yeah we're up in
1: Puta was there a lot I of pressure all the bait is. was there a lot of pressure up there too were there a lot of boaters
16: eh, a lot of trawlers um but they're usually out in the toward the middle and um I usually get up on a side of a bluff and that's, you know, the easiest place to catch them because I herd those shad up in there when they can.
1: Oh yeah. They'll just push them up against the bluff or the little cliff there that goes underwater. Yeah, I just,
16: I stay put right on a bluff and, you know, I'll sit there and don't see nothing. All of a sudden I go, Hey, here they are. Get ready.
1: And sure enough. Well, Barry is obviously just a gym that we've got here close to home and, uh, it is open. You can get in at Markley Cove. You can get in at Puda Creek. You can probably get in or some of the places around on the other side too. It's, uh, little, yep. it's, uh, not difficult to get out there, folks, but the difficult thing is to getting on the location, the proper location. These fish are moving around. This is winter fishing. They aren't going to be sitting in those same old spots. They were sitting all summer long. So don't plan on the action happening out just off the big island. Go up to these, where these kings, Thinking they might be spawning, get them them up to those uh, creeks and tributaries and some of the areas like that where there's a little bit of water flow, things entering. Was there any water entering the lake, or could you tell, Al?
16: Um, It's pretty stable because I usually mark it on rocks and stuff, and Mm -hmm. it it hasn't gone up or down in the last week and a half.
1: Well, sitting still like that will stabilize the fishing, that's for sure. Oh yeah, you just need sunshine and look for the birds. Yeah, exactly. You can find the birds and the sun shining out there. You're about to be into the action. Any particular uh, offering work better than anything else? Any- um, no, I'm just
16: using a Gitsit, and I either use all in the dark or white.
1: What size Gitsit are you using?
16: Um, three and a half to four inch, just oh, like you know a guy would use for bass
1: fishing. You're not wasting any time, are you? No. That's why salmon I, I have big the... salmon have big mouths because Alan has big baits for them. That's why. Yeah, they inhale it. Yeah, they do. They just suck it down. You can you can watch it on. The, have you seen it on the graph where your bait just disappears in front of your face?
16: Uh, no, I've been waiting for uh, Scott to hook me up with one of those new elites. You know, with the uh, imaging. Oh yeah. We're starting to get them in the shop. Yeah, we finally got some, and the new units will arrive next week. They got them in the warehouse, but they didn't put them in the system, so I won't see them probably till Tuesday. But uh looks like we're going to have the new imaging and the uh, new units here just next week.
1: It's live, folks. It's live. I know. It's... I
16: saw them put one on my boat.
1: Well, <laughs> you can use mine. They are. <laughs> oh, I got one coming. You can bet on it. That's exactly what's <laughs> out there, folks. I need all the state-of-the-art I can get to help me at this point in life. So I will have one of those on board. I want to watch it all happening live underneath the boat while we're out there fishing. It's just Oh,
16: it'll make it so much easier. I'll cruise in there. I'll say, oh, there they are. Let's move over here and catch
1: them. <laughs> yeah, you sound like they're all going to be on the bite when you get there too, aren't they? <laughs> yep. You've been out there when I have thinking, these fish have got a locked jaw. I am jigging in front of 12 faces right now, and not one of them's hitting the lure.
16: Yeah, but when you see the bait and you see all these slashes going every which way. That's Slash get
1: City. Get ready, folks. That's Slash City as they're ripping through those schools of bait. Well, yep. it gets exciting, folks. And if you have the opportunity, you need to get out there and get into some fun. But how about Delta Stripers real quick, Alan?
16: Um, it's starting to pick up. Um, if you want to catch them, you got to spoon them. And, you know, I would try top water in the morning for a little bit. And then go to spooning in 25 to 45 feet of water. Yeah. And if you work all day, you'll get a limit.
1: There you have it, folks. A decent size? Are there any of the big guys coming out? Or is nah, it still?
16: They're just like four to 10 pounds around there, but more of the lower size. You know, just good schooly eating fish.
1: Yeah, just a matter of time until things start perking up a little bit for them, too. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to happen. We just need water. Well,. Stop by, talk to Alan or the crew at any of the Fisherman's Warehouse stores or check out your favorite one, Manteca, Fairfield, or right here in Sacramento. And yeah, we've the- been getting a lot
16: of products. We've got a lot of reels in. So, you know, before we were really hurting on reels, but we
1: got a bunch in now. Stop by, folks. Get, see ya. get exactly what you need out there. And if you're not sure exactly what you need, corner one of the guys. Those guys are all in tune with what's going on in your fishing, and they'll help you all the way. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us today. We'll talk to you again next week, my friend. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. (laughs) What a blast. He's so casual about going out and having a great time fishing. He's really locked into that Barriessa thing.
2: Like every week, that's where he's at.
1: Yeah, every Thursday. I just leave a message for him. I know he's out there on the water having a good time. Oh, yeah. And the cool thing about Barriessa is it's only 15 minutes from my house.
2: I'd move, yeah, move a little bit closer. <laughs> I'd move a little farther away from that place. But I'm it's think, that close to. It. I'm
1: thinking about the RV park down there at the base of the dam. Maybe I need to park my RV there for a few days. You're weird. You yeah, I have my moments. There's no doubt. Then you'd that. leave the RV there and go home. Well, Gunner's just come into the studio, so that means it's time for a commercial break. Let's take a quick break right now. We get back. Maryland's got your get a clue for the day.
3: If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater rods and reels to offshore tackle to conquer even the hardest fighting game fish, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and
0: Shimano have it all. Join Gate Crasher Fishing and Captain Zach Medinas for an epic fishing adventure on California's Delta, San Francisco Bay, or out the gate. For professionalism and great service, join Gate Crasher Fishing for an impressive trip that will keep you returning season after season, no matter what species you pursue. Captain Zach believes in the tradition of harvesting sustainable fish, such as king salmon, rock cod, halibut, and striped bass, seasonally, and also fishes white sturgeon. Great for corporate team building, family record creation or friends just having fun book now for the trip of your lifetime call Gate Crasher fishing 925-497-7171 and learn more at gatecrasherfishing.com come on out and experience our difference hook up
10: Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. For
1: decades, Virgil's Bait Shop and Ice House in Sassoon has been the Bay and Delta headquarters for anglers and sportsmen alike. Whether trolling, casting, or bait fishing for striped bass, sitting on anchor for sturgeon, chasing salmon runs, or simply fishing for a bite, you can bet that Virgil's Bait and Ice will have everything you need to make your day complete. Did we mention Virgil's is never out of ice and always well stocked with the top producing fresh live baits, artificial lures, hooks, weights, lines, rods and reels, cold drinks and everything in between. For answers to those when, where, how to catch your target species, there's no better place than Virgil's before hitting the water. Virgil's Bait and Ice on Main Street as you enter downtown Sassoon just down the street from the Sassoon Public Boat Launch. Stop in at Virgil's before you head out and make sure you're prepared for a great day on the water. Hey, and did we mention Virgil's has got really cold beverages for the kids? And adults do. Virgil's Bait and Ice, 707-425-5518. Check them out on Facebook.
3: Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the Hot Sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com Hot Sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine Marine forecasts, forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at USAFishing.com. Guiding full-time since 1998, J.D. Ritchie Sport Fishing shares knowledge, experience, and professionalism on Northern California's exciting King Salmon and Stillhead Waters, in addition to his home-based fishing on Lake Tahoe. This year's River King Salmon return is forecast to be excellent, and Lake Tahoe is a proven producer of Mackinac, Kokanee, and Trout. Get in on the action. Go with the best, J.D. Ritchie. A light tackle specialist, J.D. furnishes the finest in tackle, and his 26-foot River Wild Boat with Heated Cabin is ready to get you into fish in comfort. Your casual catch- be cleaned and filleted with care. All you have to do is put them on the grill. Book your dates and don't miss out. Call J.D. Ritchie Sportfishing at 916-952-1554. For more info and up-to-date fishing reports, check out thesportfisher.com.
0: Get a clue. you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue.
10: Hi, this is Marilyn. Some things to think about as you travel around to various fishing or hunting locations. Choosing the right tow vehicle is as important as choosing the right boat or camping trailer. If you bought a new boat or trailer lately, there's something you should know. How much your purchase weighs. It might surprise you to find out your vehicle might not be up to the job. Boat manufacturers furnish dry or empty weights, just the hull, without options, and the boat trailer probably isn't included. The weight of engine, accessories, and extras needed to be added, plus figure about 6 pounds per gallon of gasoline. The same basics apply to trailers. Get a clue. The total size and weight dictates the size and power needed in the tow vehicle. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week.
3: The West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of Awards, Vantica Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing.
1: Hey, you know, I want to talk to you about must-have RV gear. There's things that you cannot go out in an RV without. You know, there's the simpler things, you know, the must-have items like your sewer hose, your electrical plug-in, your water hose. But how many of you have thought... If my sewer hose has a tear in it or a hole in it, what am I going to use? It's going to leak all over you. Better have two sewer hoses around. Better have two electrical plugins available just in case. And you better have two water hoses also just in case. Sometimes they, you have to reach further than that hose, put it together to get to the water source. Those are all the you gotta haves. Yeah, you gotta have. If you're going, you don't have those, you're not going to go and be comfortable. However, there's things that are nice to have too to help protect your unit, like a surge protector. Some of those electrical parks, the parks out there, the RV parks are pretty old, and they have varying power coming out. A surge protector will help save a lot of your electrical inside. Wheel chocks to help it stay in place when you're moving around in it. Water pressure regulator so you don't blow up some lines if they've got some strong pressure going on. Electrical plugs, 30-amp and 50-amp. You need it so you can change to 30-amp feature or 50-amp feature if you need it. And an air compressor. Who goes without an air compressor in today's world? Why do you need it? (laughs) Flat tires. i got six tires on my new RV, as well as GPS. Those are all things that are nice to have. Now, here's some things that are great to have. How about a good outdoor mat so you're not tracking everything inside? Comfortable chairs, insect repellent. How about a generator, battery power, or solar power, too, to make your life a little easier? What do you really need when you're out there? How rough in it do you want to make it? A blender. A blender. You got that. <laughs> the ice maker. All those details, you know. you got to have the chef stopping by every now. But it's really, what do you need? And I stole these ideas from my friends at Less Junk, More Journey. Two travelers that travel full-time and talk about all this. There are digital applications out there that are all over the place to help you when you're traveling, too. Dark Sky is a weather app all about the radar and everything that they put together. Another one is keeping track of your friends on the road. You can find out and track them with a special program that allows you to see where all your friends are. If they're out camping or whatever, it can all tie together. Just take a look at the applications that are available on your phone, iPhone, or your uh, whatever they call them. Weird phones. What do they call those? I can't even think of it. The generic term for an iPhone. (laughs) Whatever. Your smartphone. Yes, thank you. Smartphone. Yeah, there you have it. So the bottom line, folks, is what do you really need? What does Maryland need? All the comforts of home. What does Maryland have? All the comforts of home. You can have them, too. Just make sure that you take the right stuff with you to make your trip very enjoyable in the future. And that's your tip for today on Must Have RV Gear.
3: further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West.
15: We're not the biggest. We're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca!
12: And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson.
1: Well, Mr. Brown, we got one minute to share before we go on the air. Have you been doing any fishing
2: at I all? I have. Well, you know, not much during the week, but I did, you know, I fished a little bit, uh, at Folsom. That's kind of been, uh, been where I've been running off to. There's, uh, everybody's doing a lot of close to home stuff. They don't seem bit. to be
1: doing a lot of the long traveling well, stuff. Well, right I'm now. thinking
2: tomorrow. I'm thinking tomorrow. I'm really kind of Uh-oh, leaning towards... It No, I think I'm going to go to Oroville. I think I'm going to maybe take a run up to Oroville. It's been fishing really good issues up
1: there well yeah you know
2: i mean gosh darn it sep they let's the, they let a guy win the the wild west bass trail at lake shasta on a fly rod uh that's well right. one of them anyway but Apparently, they're fishing the floating fly you know
1: i mean that's kind trout of guy's thing. been doing it fly fishing guy's yeah. been doing it for years they do it up at eagle lake a great deal it is a proven technique and Yeah, it fishes a couple depths at once if you're using and a couple flies the J fair
2: fly and all that stuff that you guys did at eagle you know pretty similar to what they're fishing for spotted bass right
1: now yeah too. So. Well, a lot of the stuff they're using now is just minuscule stuff yeah. for the trout because they see so many little things around. But your big-mouth fish, they're going to want to gobble down like, a, what, a quarter-pounder? Well, you know,
2: spotted bass think they're half-trout anyway.
1: You know, they'll live in current, and they'll suspend, and they, they're they not the smartest
2: thing sometimes. <laughs> They outsmart us, but they're not the smartest things Yeah, I'm thinking sometimes. I'm
1: sure that we're not the smartest yeah, things out there exactly sometimes, right. too.
2: Exactly right.
1: Well, it's time to get out there and go fishing. And then our next guest coming up is the new editor of Western Outdoor News, in Northern California editor. So he won't
2: be getting to go fishing. He's
1: not going to be doing <laughs> yeah. any fishing anymore, especially on the weekends. Let's. We're joined now by Mr. Dave Hurley, who also puts out the hot sheet report. Good morning, Dave.
4: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you doing? And you're right about the no fishing stuff, I have to be honest <laughs> with you. Well, it
1: you sneak not, out. I know you're sneaking out, jumping on boats here and there.
4: I am. I've been pretty lucky lately, and it's very fortunate to have the press I do. So. You know, Sepp, I just want to say uh, I really enjoy how excited you get when you talk about Berryessa. It really comes out loud and clear. I notice that you do a very thorough job of interviewing uh Alan there. So. It's
1: right around the corner. i got to be on top of the game. You know,
2: Dave, I still believe that you ought to throw a five-pound bag of concrete in that place every time you launch until we can turn it into a skate park.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty uh, – that's right. You hate that place, huh? Absolutely. It doesn't like me either, however. So, (laughs) but boy, I tell you, Alan's been having a blast up there and I'm really kind of excited about the way that he's fishing. But what I wanted to talk about is, uh, you know, people are really changing their habits. You know, we used to not wait till we used to wait till April to think that you could catch kokanee, but now we have guys that are going out right now. Here we go in January and catching kokanee and, uh, Bullard's Bar. Uh, People have been up there, uh, quite a few boats, and they've been catching a lot of these little 11, 12-year-old, not 12-year-old, 12-inch kokanee. Uh, But they're really nice, bright fish. And, you know, uh, that and Shaver Lake in the south have been kicking out kokanee. What do you think that's all about, Sepp? Why are we getting guys that are getting started so early doing this?
1: Because they're desperate just to get out and to do anything. And they hear these little tips and tricks that are talked about on the air all the time. Hey, there's some coconut active up at Bullard's Bar. I heard there were over 60 boats at Bullard's Bar a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday morning. That's a lot of traffic this time of year.
4: That's a lot of traffic, but it's pretty amazing. I mean, at this time of year, I would imagine Whiskey Town's going to start kicking out now, too. People are going to start heading up there. Uh, with all the plants that the Department of uh, Fish and Wildlife has done with the King Salmon Project and the and the Kokanee this year, I think this is going to be a really phenomenal year. But what I, what I found, I just find it interesting that uh, we have guys that are not sticking with tradition now, and they're thinking a little bit outside the box and, and trying new things. You're going to see that uh, coming month out, out in the Bay. You're going to see a lot of guys trolling for halibut, where they usually would wait till the live bait season, but now they're pushing that earlier and earlier. So... Uh, that's kind of an exciting thing and the other other part of that I, on the report that I got was that the guy that was fishing up there was using dick pool's pro troll three sixty flashers, and uh he said, "Oh, you know what? it's silver blue, it kind of looks like a kokanee <laughs> and he put them on line and it got lit up he, uh, the rest of the lines weren't getting hit, and uh, he put them on all his lines and he was getting lit up so Just trying a little different things, I guess, with coconut makes a huge difference, doesn't it? It certainly does.
1: I've been talking with Dick Poole for about a year and a half about that product. And, uh, you know, with last year, 2020, just wasn't a great year to get it fishing and to introduce a lot of new products and everything. But Dick has got a great product there, and I really feel that it's going to hook big. He'll be talking to us on the show here pretty soon about it. Because I'm a believer in that product. Anytime you can have flash out there, you can have the vibration out there, you're going to improve your fishing most days.
4: I thought that was pretty cool that we have a 360 flasher and just one thing like that turns the fish on. So, uh, so we have that, you know, Comanche put in a big plant of trout this week. They put in another 2,700 pounds. Uh, the trout are there. It's just that you have to go get them. They're all just right below the surface. Uh, those are beautiful, uh, about Lassen hatcheries, and they've had, they've been putting quite a few fish in there, so they're there. And it's just the, you know, the other tip that I really learned this week, and I hadn't thought about it so much. During the winter time, it seems like your electronics are so important because those fish are going to all be around the bait schools. And I know Kent, as a as a bass fisherman, how, what's your thoughts on that?
2: Well, that's that's exactly right, and that's what these guys are doing. You know, fishing the float and fly and all that other stuff there. Around the bait schools, fishing for suspended fish, and they're staying on, you know, the pond smelt. You know, and I think the one thing, when we talk about fish being on bait, Dave, guys have to realize, in our foothill and valley lakes, there's, there's different minnows, where I hear a lot of guys call them shad, and a lot of times they're not shad, they're pond smelt. And, uh, and they act very differently, and what you use to imitate them is also different.
4: Yeah, you know, so, uh, but Oroville has a lot of uh, – Orville has pond smelt? Yes, yes, it's full of pond smelt. orville's full of pond smelt. S is full of pond smelt too, right?
2: Yeah, pretty much all the all the the Valley Lakes are – you know, that's the main forage food is pond smelt. A lot of them do have shad in them, but, um, you know, the main forage food is pond smelt.
4: Yeah, I heard that from a couple of different sources the, the, this week making phone calls. They're saying, man, you got to have that good electronics. you got to have that side scan. All those guys that are going to Clear Lake right now and are – laying out the crappie which is another yeah. thing. And you guys are catching like a 100 crappie a day out there, but they're saying you got to have the electronics or else you're not going to find those fish cuz they're moving so fast right now. You and, you
2: really do. And our friends really, our they're... friends at Lawrence have done a great job with, you know, the new live and the side scan and all the other stuff. But, you know, the one thing I and we've all Steph and I have always stressed this whether you're using a $100 depth finder or a $3,000 um you, you it's a great tool on the boat. But you still gotta catch the fish and don't make, don't, don't not go because you don't have a $3,000 side imaging fish finder.
4: No, you're, 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 you're absolutely right because not everybody can afford that. If you have right. it, it's great. Yeah, well, you know, uh, people
1: actually caught fish before they were invented. Too. String and a rock. <laughs> <laughs> my first downrigger was a string and
2: a rock. I mean, let's face it, Step had a green box. Yeah. You know, he had a green box on there, so.
1: And I used that in my swimming pool. See if it actually worked. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, well, it was a green box for a fisherman that didn't know what the hell he was doing back in the probably right. the '60s is when I. Had I don't that. know how many guys can still read the flasher unit. So. I don't know how many guys have the reflexes to be see it flash and to know what it said. <laughs> That's why. Oh, yeah. The flasher is obscure nowadays, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. How many of you guys out there know what we're
2: talking about when I say my 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 fish finder ran out of paper?
4: <laughs> and you know, they don't
1: even make that paper, probably. Yeah, not much of it.
4: I remember going out on the Delta with my grandfather. No fish finder, no depth finder, no GPS, no fog thing. You couldn't even see no radar. You couldn't even see the front of the boat and he would know exactly where to go. Yeah. And those guys just had it wired, and I think we've lost some of that. A little and bit. A lot of guys will, what GPS numbers, where are they at, how deep are they at? And part of it is being a fisherman is you have to just be able to go find your things and uh, and, and, and look, like Alan said today, look for the birds, look for the sign, look for the different things. That's what really makes the fisherman. and being able to try and do different things. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. You know, the technology we have has made it so much better, but on the other hand, as you, as you learn your technology, and you're going to also look at all the signs that are going to make you a better fisherman as well.
1: Dave, do you have the phone number for subscriptions to Western Outdoor News?
4: You know, I don't, but I know that they can go to westernoutdoornews.com. There's a subscription due, uh, sign there. We'd really like to get the north back to a full copy. Uh, I think the pandemic has really put a hit on lots of businesses but uh, you know a lot of it has to do with how many subscribers we have i'm kind of excited about we got some guys that are going to be writing some features we've invited a number of people to contribute to us and i think you're going to see some changes in the coming months i'm really excited about that well
1: folks if you'd like to get a subscription to western outdoor news i just remembered it 800-290-2929 and you'll hear more from dave hurley all about it dave thanks for joining us we got a bail right now we appreciate you.
4: Have a great day. Thank you so much. You guys that, number,
1: that number again, folks, 800-290-2929 for a subscription to Western Outdoors. going to be a great addition to Western He Nutella. is going to really fire it up yeah. and really get away from some of the old stuff that they used to do, mm-hmm. all the small reports. I think he's going to get into some in-depth stuff. He's talking to the management down there and changing things a bit, Well, just like we do around here, change things up a bit to make it a little bit more exciting hey, and a lot more hey, fun. Hey, Chuck,
2: listen to him, would you?
1: Hey, folks, <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening to us this weekend. I hope you'll join us again next weekend when we bring you what's hot, what's not, and all the fun things that you can do in the outdoors. Until then, this is Seth and Kent, Tide Lines, everybody. We'd like to
0: know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips and more, visit us on the internet at SEPS.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of SEPS Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 6 to 8 a.m. for another SEPS Saturday Morning Outdoors.